All right, this is the Twins Insider Podcast. I am Michael Rand. Phil Miller joining me as well, uh, roughly 12, 13 hours or so after the conclusion of uh, probably a more interesting Twins-Royals game than uh, the Twins might have liked, but the outcome was uh, still one they will uh, take any time, a night where the lead stays the same, the magic number goes down to six, and the Twins are able to overcome uh, another shaky, uh, maybe beyond shaky, performance from Kyle Gibson and uh, rally for an 8-5 win in in that uh, in that game. Uh, two more home runs for Nelson Cruz, um, the big one that you know ties it 3-3, and then the other one that gives them that uh, what showed up showed up to be pretty important uh, cushion uh, 8-5 late. Um, Phil. Uh, Rocco Baldelli. Let's let's start there. A lot of people writing about Rocco today. Um, he he's to me at least, and I wasn't there last night. He he seemed a little bit more pointed, or you know, not edgy because Rocco's never really edgy. But you know, two things two things stood out. One, you know, kind of saying, boy, you know, what what was it with Gibson? Was it command, or was it that he was you know not really attacking? And you know, part B. Uh, saying, hey, anybody who uh, is, is thinking too far ahead, you know, don't do that. This is, we still got to worry about how we're going to win games right now, uh, which is great because MLB operates like the Premier League in soccer, right? There's no playoffs. It's just whoever wins at the end wins at the end, right? <laughs> uh, but let, let's, get, uh, that... let, let's get to those two things off the bat. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it is funny, the superstition uh, for, for all the uh, – uh, changes Rocco has made. Uh, baseball superstition uh, does not go away, and uh, Rocco is a big believer that we have not won anything yet. No, it's that, it's uh, fine. That's good. To, it's probably just as well. I yeah. mean, it's, it's only four games with nine left. I mean, competition aside, it's it's not. It, it's a a very likely, but it's not done. So I get it. It is true. It it, it is true, and you don't want to be eating any words. You don't want to no. uh, end up looking like. Uh, you don't want to be. Have people say that? Uh, well, of course you lost because you uh, didn't take it seriously and you were looking right. too far ahead. Right. The funny part is he won't even say playoffs. Okay. Uh, yeah. it, it, uh, and you know, after last night's game, the first thing on everyone's mind is, boy, I don't, I don't see how you can throw Kyle Gibson out uh, there during the playoffs. And uh, so that was the question. I, you know, uh, does he? How confident are you that he has enough time to? Uh, convince you that uh, that he should be out there in the playoffs and uh, that but and, uh, I forget how he said it but Rocco referred to the playoffs as that particular point in time which uh, <laughs> is the closest I've gotten him to uh, to admit uh, I, I straight out asked him in Cleveland if he was aware that uh, there are uh, playoffs at the end of the season and he he uh, said that, that he had seen it on the calendar but, uh, <laughs> At this point, it, uh, the the twins have uh, you know nothing to do with that, and, right? Uh, right. You know, um, and you know, and he went on quite a bit about anybody who's thinking about the pitching rotation and uh, and what's going to happen in the playoffs needs to stop right now because we have a game to win today. It, very man, very uh, traditional manager speak uh, from a uh, a pretty untraditional manager. I. Uh, I Am enjoying his uh, his uh, adherence to the postseason uh, superstition. Well, let me let me approach it this way then, because okay, the the way they've been winning a lot lately is 
probably based on their personnel, the way they're going to have to win in the postseason, right? It's it's kind of getting down to, you know, what what we talked about uh, a week ago, and and what uh, you know I've written about, and now Patrick uh, Royce is on the bandwagon too. Basically, go uh, Barrios, uh, you know, kind of. Perez, but mostly bullpen in Game Two. Odorizzi in Game Three, and bullpen in Game Four, and then back to back to Barrios in in Game Five. They just don't really have. They have two and a half, I'd say, starting pitchers that you trust right now. Um, and, and that's, yeah, and that's it, only because Barrios has looked good in his last two starts. Yeah, it, it's become a real problem, uh, and and kind of out of the blue. I mean, uh, you know, a month ago. Uh, Kyle Gibson uh, was, it looked like he was gaining strength as the season was going on. Sure. And the, the bottom kind of fell out from underneath him. Uh, and uh, and then, of course, Michael Pineda gets suspended. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, Martin Perez has tried to come back from his uh, midseason slump. And he has good games and bad. And I think they are to the point where they trust him with, Maybe two times through the order, mm. maybe one and a half. I'd say one. Uh, you look at the numbers. Yeah, I mean, it's like yeah, it's like the OPS goes up two hundred fifty points the second time through. I, I just I yeah, don't, I don't know how you can do that. Anyway, go on. He and he might be a decent fit for Yankee Stadium, a left-hander, uh, maybe yeah. where uh, yeah. uh, you were trying to uh, play to the ballpark a little bit, yeah. and then. Uh, Odorizzi comes back for game three. You know, the thing that Cleveland did was it gave him a little more confidence that uh, bullpen games right. are uh, are winnable. Sure. Uh, you, know, it, it, you know, you're not going to shut anyone out probably, although they did. Although they did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it gives him a little more confidence about that. The trouble is... Uh, I think part of Rocco's confidence is that it's uh, is that he's got a whole platoon down there sure. of uh, fifteen relievers now, and he's not going to have that in the postseason. Uh, I do think um, what's happened uh, in the past week or so has probably affected their thoughts on the postseason roster. I, I would not be surprised now. I've thought all along uh, eleven pitchers. Yeah. I would not be surprised now if it's twelve. Sure. Uh, just because um, they're not sure who to trust. And we were talking in the press box last night. Hard to believe. I don't think uh, right now that Kyle Gibson is among the, the 12 guys that would yeah, go. I don't and, think so uh, either. I mean, it's, it's... That's, a, that's a tough blow uh, for Kyle, uh, certainly. Uh, he's been here a long time, and uh, uh, he's been through a lot. It, it seems like if uh, someone deserves it just on uh, – career service it sure. might be kyle and uh uh but it's it's just hard to see what practical use they're going to have for him if he's not going to start you know they gave um, they gave him a shot at uh, relieving in cleveland and that you know cost him a game there yeah it's I, I mean it's yeah yeah it, it is really hard to see uh what's going to happen and you know I've, maybe uh maybe his health comes around in the next week but i don't i don't know that uh, beating uh, the Tigers right. or uh, Royals in the middle of next week is going to give them enough confidence to uh, to give them a start in Yankee Stadium or uh, Minute Maid Park. Yeah, I mean, basically, you'd probably be looking at what I, if you had to guess at a twelve-player postseason pitching staff. Um, again, there um, there is going to be a postseason. It's not guaranteed the Twins are going to get there, but there is a postseason in baseball. We can talk about it, even if Rocco doesn't want to. Um, I'm not superstitious. No, <laughs> you're just uh, you're just a little stitious. Um, yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so basically, I'd say you've got uh, what uh, Barrios, Odorizzi, Perez, Taylor Rogers, Trevor May, Romo, Tyler Duffy, Zach Littell, Gratterall, Smeltzer, Dobnak, and Thorpe. Yeah, uh, I don't know that all three of them, but but probably uh, all three of them. I mean, Thorpe uh, to have a lefty, uh, and uh, and at least one of Smelter and Dominic, uh to have some length because uh, you don't want to get caught, uh, especially if if Jose uh, uh, or uh, Jake Odorizzi right. have a, a bad start, uh, only go a couple innings. Uh, you're going to need some length. It sounds crazy uh, in a series where you play two games and take a day off, but I think there's reason to worry about uh, having enough arms for a playoff series, uh, sure. especially if uh, especially if you are lowering the workload of Martin Perez. If yeah, you're, you're if you're figuring get us to the the order once, and and then we'll see. Uh, that's that's gonna that could potentially eat up some arms, and uh, you know these guys do not want to be um, taken unprepared. Uh, to have enough pitching. Yeah, really, the idea really only works if Barrios and Odorizzi pitch reasonably well into the, you know, into the sixth inning, probably, because you're right, there's, you know, you don't have 15 relief pitchers, you've got, you know, nine or, or mm-hmm. nine or so in, in this scenario, you're really only bringing three traditional starters, uh, and then, you know, some some guys who have, you know, can go three, four innings, you know, guys like Dobnik or Thorpe or, or uh, Smeltzer could be openers or or long guys but yeah i mean you, you you need you need some length out of the guys you trust otherwise you're going to run out of the arms you do trust in in those other games yeah it just occurred to me too i was thinking uh smelter down and thorpe we had figured out that it would not be all three and i realized uh he left off gratterall no Al gratterall uh, was in that mix he was in he was in the oh, 12 it, yeah it's, there's no oh, yeah, there's okay, no there's so no I, Gib- I think... there's no gibson in it but uh, i don't know who else you would want yeah. on there i don't think Ryan Harper's not on there, is he? I mean, that's that's not a guy who you you trust right now, is it? Uh, yeah, they're not. They're certainly not trusting him with uh, uh, very many uh, high leverage situations. So uh, yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be a tough call. Uh, I'm I'm sure it'll be a call uh, informed by the analytics and what uh, what a breaking ball pitcher uh, yeah. brings as opposed to uh, a fastball uh, pitcher. The uh, you know the Astros are kind of a fastball hitting team. If it's if it turns out to be Houston, maybe Harper has a little more um, yeah uh, utility uh, for that. Uh, but uh, it, you know, hard to say what is going to go into those uh, mixes. I, I just think uh, I think a lot of guys in the in the clubhouse um, kind of yes. uh, feel really bad for the timing of it and. and and uh, and people who cover them too. Uh, the uh, the local chapter of the BBWA gives a good guy award every year, uh, in addition to the other Diamond Awards. Sure. And Kyle Gibson was the winner last sure. year. Uh, yeah. He is unfailingly helpful, and uh, and and uh, it's going to be uh, uh, it's tough to see. Uh, he's he's keeping his uh, chin up. He was uh, yeah relatively upbeat last night, considering. Uh, um, you know, the shortest start of his career at a time when he really needed to prove something, and he couldn't. And, uh, you know, he couldn't against uh, the Royals lineup that had uh, um, Ryan McBroom and <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Melbris, right. uh, Villaria, and Eric yeah. Mejia, and, and they've, they've got they've got some danger in that lineup, but it's not it's not a deep lineup. The the bottom of the lineup uh, isn't, and he didn't retire a single batter in the bottom of the lineup. Uh, yeah, that's problematic. And uh, you know the the you know on the optimistic part, as Rock always is, you know he seems to have diagnosed the problem as uh, trying to be too fine and not trusting his pitches enough and i know that that has been something that has uh, has plagued him for a while uh, they also think that uh, that he relies too much on his fastball and doesn't right. um doesn't use enough of a pitch mix um he doesn't seem to know on two strikes what he's what his outfit yeah. is that's that's been and a problem for his whole career pretty much yeah i asked him about him after the game and he said uh didn't even focus on that i threw everything that garver uh uh, signaled. Uh, I liked the game plan, and I trusted that uh, that Garver was implementing it, and uh, and it did not work. He just didn't make his uh, pitches. I mean, he didn't have no no command. I mean, that's or yeah. either command or he didn't. You know, that the, the trust wasn't there to throw it for strikes. Um, and that's yeah. Either way, it's, got, either uh, way, it's a problem. And he got two strikes on the last two batters he faced, and uh, both times uh, just let let it slip away. I couldn't. Uh, didn't have an out pitch and uh, and you know ended up walking in a run, which is obviously worst case. Two story. runs, yeah. I don't think you have to feel. Yeah. I don't think you have to choose either between feeling bad for Kyle Gibson and also thinking that he's probably best suited not being off, but not being on the playoff roster, right? I mean, you yeah. can you can do both. You can <laughs> you, you can feel bad for him while also saying, boy, you know, this is not a you know this like like Kirk Cousins said the other day, this isn't a charity. You know, the, the, yep. you gotta you gotta earn well, it. And, and I that's think kind of what Kyle said. Uh, you know, he, he even as he struggles, he's uh, he's enjoying uh, this team. He was in the dugout for. Uh, for the comeback. And, he was, uh, yeah, he was seen, showing it on TV. You could see him, you know, yelling, yeah. go Thorpe, you know, just doing doing his thing. So that was, you know, that's true. Yeah, it uh, it, it had to have been a, an odd night for him because uh, he had been pointing to that start for uh, several days. They gave him a whole week. Um, you know, they he, he pitched a few batters in Cleveland on his uh, throw day, but uh, he gave him a whole week to prepare. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it did. It went about as badly as it could. So Dobnek tonight uh, is. Do we have a sense yet if that's a opener situation or if they might ask him to give them more of a you know close to a traditional start given how much bullpen they had to use last night? Closer to a traditional start, I think. Uh, I, I don't think they feel like he's stretched out to go uh, three yeah. times through. Sure, about uh, like four or five uh, innings he, kind of thing. Yeah, he pitched very well in Cleveland, uh, five innings, sure. and uh, and Rago said if he had if he if they hadn't been using him in one inning stints, uh, they might have let him go a little more. I don't know if that uh, that starts set up set him up enough to go a little deeper tonight, but uh, no, it, it's a start. It's uh, um, they'll be ready with the bullpen, but yeah. uh, I, I think they want uh, five or six. Uh, mm innings out of it it was interesting to me that they didn't uh announce ahead of time that uh it was going to be a start because uh they were ready to throw him in last night if uh yeah if it came down to it he's been pretty good uh i mean yeah. his uh he's given up some hits he's given up 23 hits in 17 innings he doesn't walk a lot of guys uh he you know he keeps the ball generally in the park there's only one home run against him just looking you know 17 innings four earned runs seven runs overall so he's probably hit some 
questionable defense behind him, but you know he he's done fine. His ERA is two point one two. It's a very small yeah. sample, but that's you know sinker, sinker, sinker. Uh, you, yeah, you know, he's not a velocity guy, but uh, he, he's kind of the ideal of what Kyle Gibson should be. Uh, right, and he he doesn't even have the the height and the throwing angle uh, uh, working like it does for Gibson. Uh, um, yeah, he just throws sinkers and uh, he gets ground balls. Uh, it is uh, it's a real battle between the uh, the launch angle hitters and the uh, sinker ball pitchers to see uh, if he can uh, keep the ball on the ground and uh, and he did it awfully well in Cleveland. I got a question now, now that we're kind of talking about the uh, you know guys that looked like they were on the fringes for a while and now might be guys who who make the the postseason roster. Um, we'll start with the the rotation or I mean sorry the the pitching staff, but. Uh, out of Smeltzer, Dobnak, and Thorpe, um, do you get a sense of a trust level pecking order uh, at all in terms of the the you know West Johnson or Rocco at this point? Uh, well, I probably no more so than you do because uh, I, I don't uh, I haven't really heard much uh, talk about it. Uh, it. It just it's just basic usage. It's Dobnak that has uh, gotten pitch a little bit more. Uh, Smelter seems to have become uh, more of the uh, the emergency uh, uh, guy now. I'm a little surprised at that, given how strong Smelter's starts were during the season. Uh, that he doesn't get uh, more of a more of an opportunity uh, down the stretch. Uh, I I thought it was arguably uh, his turn uh, tonight. Uh, face uh, the sure. Royals and uh, and they chose Dobnak instead uh, so that he seems to be the one uh, they particularly trust I think uh, long range I think going into next year probably Thorpe is the guy that uh, that they see more likely to uh, to earn a uh, rotation spot um, eventually and uh, and he's doing some uh, pretty good work right now he it seems like his uh, his outings are never scoreless, they're never unblemished. But, yeah. Uh, but he does a pretty good job of uh, damage control. Yeah, really good job of damage um, control last night. I mean, some of those you know some of those middle innings could have gotten away from them. That could have gotten into a four or five run deficit instead of two or three. So that was you know, that was good of him yeah. to do that. And it was yet another game uh, in this last week where uh, the bullpen uh, they call on everybody and everybody basically comes through. I mean. Still yeah. gave up two runs, but it was in four innings. Yeah, and that's uh, fine. You know, yeah. that's that's acceptable for a long guy. And nobody else gave up a run, just like in Cleveland. Nobody was giving up a run. It is, it is uh, a month, a uh, month and a half ago. You said the Twins' rotation is strong enough, where you're right. not sure uh, uh, who they can leave out in the postseason. Now it's like well, they don't have any starting pitching, but thank uh, thank God that they have all of these bullpen arms that are. Yeah. Uh, firing so well right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, the emergence of Duffy, um, May, the the outing against Chicago notwithstanding where he gave up the two home runs, he had a nice bounce back last night, even after putting the first two guys on base, comes back and, and gets gets the couple strikeouts and I think a fly ball to, to end that inning. Um, you know, Rogers is, is as, long as, as long as you don't pitch him four out of every three days uh, is, is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're right. There's there's plenty there. They trust. They obviously trust Romo. They brought him into a big spot last night to get Soler uh, when he was the tying run. I and mean, he's, he's, you know, 
getting by on guile. He's the uh, right-handed modern-day Eddie Guardado, but he's uh, he's he's <laughs> he's kind of uh, he's kind of fulfilling that role quite well. So um, yeah, I mean, a month and a half ago, it's crazy to think, boy, the strength of this pitching staff is maybe the bullpen, and but that's the only reason that this you know this notion of a bullpen even even works is that the bullpen's been going pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it, I mean, they haven't faced uh, a great hitting uh, lineup. No. In a while, probably not since Atlanta, I guess. Yeah, uh, and they will in the playoffs. So, and and yeah, they 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 are ahead. I guess the uh, the top five in Boston are uh, are really yeah. strong, and they uh, they handle that pretty well. So, I mean, that's the I suppose that's the most recent test. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it it will be a uh, well, everything about the playoffs will be different. Uh, yeah. Um, but that is one thing. Uh, how much of this? Uh, how much of this confidence, uh, this faith in their stuff, uh, will they be able to maintain uh, against a different class of hitter that's uh, that's ahead of them? And not to get way too far ahead of ourselves, because certainly, you know, if they do win the division and you know get into the ALDS, they will be underdogs no matter what. Even though they might be a hundred win team, um, I looked it up the other day. This would be the first time. Uh, since the divisions uh, went, since they went to three divisions in each league, that there was uh, 100 game winners for each of the three division winners in each in in, in a league. Yeah. If the Twins are able to do that, um, so they're going to be the underdog as you know as a possible you know high 90s 100 win team. Um, that said, if they did manage to win a first round series, win a division series, the shorter series does kind of that pitching style of relying a lot on bullpen games that get harder in a seven game series because there's you know it's it's just a longer grind you've got the three games in a row instead of the the break after two in each case or how would you how would you shake that out yeah i guess i would uh, agree with that that it's uh that the beauty of uh bullpen games especially in a five game series is that the bullpen, assuming you get a reasonable start uh, in the, in the first game, uh, the bullpen is relatively well rested for it. In a, right. Uh, but you know, it's not like you can ever give them the day off uh, in the playoffs. And in fact, quite the opposite usage goes up. So uh, you know, it was interesting, uh, and I think a little instructive last year that the A's uh, went with a bullpen game in a in a deciding game and. And did not win, and uh, uh, you know it wasn't a, a, an abject failure, but uh, I think it's uh, you know it, it, it's harder to do, uh, you know, especially in these days of uh, of changing pitchers at the first sign, uh, and, and these days of guys just aren't effective when you use them five times in a series. Right. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, you can understand the skepticism. Uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe is it out of the realm of possibility to think that uh, another couple of uh, decent starts from Randy Dobnek uh, mm. and the, and, and he gets a, he gets a shot, you know, he would be unfamiliar to, uh, sure. to either team they would face. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy to think about, but uh, here we are. Uh, there've been a lot of crazy things about this season. Yeah. Uh, you know, for one thing, we're talking about the greatest hitting team in Twins history, and and it seems like all we've talked about in the last month is uh, is pitching, is yeah. uh, the the offense just chugs along, and it's uh, it's kind of uh, 
holding things together. And, and, and you know, the thing about uh, having a 100-win team in each division, I don't think that's necessarily a good team because those wins come from somewhere. It's a zero-sum sure. game. Sure. It means it means man, the bad teams are lousy. There's a lot of bad teams. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of disparity there. Should note just because I have it up, uh, Devin Smeltzer, because um, uh, I have his game log up. Uh, July twenty fourth. This was a relief appearance, but five innings, five hits, one run against the Yankees uh, in that uh, in his yeah. own appearance against the Yankees. So. I don't know if that gives them something to think about, but basically he's done well, like you said before, against everybody except Cleveland this year. He's he's you know he's pitched against Cleveland four times. The last two were more <laughs> yes. successful, but he got hit pretty hard by them a couple times. Other than that, his his uh, yeah. his line is pretty pretty good. This is why I I was uh, I was a little surprised that he wasn't getting the start tonight. That uh, that they have they've shown uh, I don't know if it's a reluctance, but they have not. Um, they have not embraced him and uh, declared him part of the rotation. Whereas uh, I think in maybe in years past, uh, you know, teams like teams like certainty teams don't like uh, right. question mark. Uh, this team is different that way. Uh, sure. uh, you get the impression that, uh, that they're going up to guys in the dugout and saying, I think you're going to start today. Go. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, they, they certainly uh, give that impression uh uh, even if they're not quite that uh, um, last second, but I'm a little surprised that Smeltzer hasn't been uh, um, given the keys of the car a little bit more, considering uh, considering they've got two and a half spots to fill in the rotation. Well, it'll be fascinating. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot to see how they piece together these last nine games, and and it's going to be pretty interesting to see how they decide to attack the the postseason once uh, once this becomes a, a certainty and, and something Rocco can talk about. Phil, uh, good stuff as always. Enjoy uh, a day off. Go Utes, right? That's right. Utah-USC tonight, baby. Ooh, good stuff. Thanks, Phil. Bye-bye.